It's not worth winning if you can't win All of you amazing listeners out there, this is the Cake Eaters Podcast. Uh, we're bringing episode five of the Mighty Ducks Game Changers to you. Um, right now, I think it's safer to say this is episode five, uh, Mighty Ducks Gilmore Girls crossover starring your good friend, Lorelai Brandon. Yes, it's, it's, it's an exact plot line of the Gilmore Girls, I'm pretty sure. Minus the hockey, but an exact plot line. I mean... Lauren Graham is in this show and no offense to her, but in every, she gets typecasted a lot in every show she's usually in. She plays the same. She plays Lorelai Gilmore in every single show she's in. Same character. Absolutely. I, I w- agree with that 100%. Her, my personal favorite character of hers is when she plays the ex-military principal in the wonderful Vin Diesel film, The Pacifier. Crushes oh. it. I f- totally forgot she was in the pacifier. What yeah, a she just she just does a great job. What a fantastic flick. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to do we'll have to cover that in an episode. The, the pacifier. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll bring the pacifier in. Um, but as as we mentioned this in the last ep- in the last episode, this is one of our least favorite uh, plot lines. But you know, if you are a fan of Gilmore Girls, if you love a little bit of, you know. A three-way father drama. I could I could have said that in a lot better way, but <laughs> <laughs> so some baby daddy drama. Yeah, maybe leave, is... maybe leave the, the phrase three-way out of it. That's probably <laughs> where we lost her. But yeah, so she's in in this show. She's definitely doing a Lorelai esque character. It's definitely written in the same vein as as that character. And then this episode especially because it's it's a plot line exactly taken from the Gilmore Girls. You have the the baby daddy drama, the love triangle, which like yeah. you mentioned is my, I mean, I don't, I, I'm sure I'm not alone, but I don't, I don't care about Alex and Bombay. Yeah. Not it's, really in the slightest, you know, it's, it's the, the most boring plot line they have going. So, but here we are. And, and, and it's, it's even more of a letdown because of who Evan's dad is, you know, because yeah. they, they built it up as such a mystery in the first episode. With you know the the background noise popping up and we can't hear what she's saying. What is she saying? Who's his dad? That kind of stuff. And then to just have it be just a random musician, it's D- just Gen wannabe musician. Yes, he's like mid mid forties probably, and yeah. still he's still touring just the little midwestern you know the Iowa Minnesota Nebraska Wisconsin corridor. He hasn't gotten out of that yet. Yeah. You know, he's still, he's, he's a musician. He's not a rock star. He's definitely not a rock star. He's a, he's a struggling musician. And it's, it's just, it was a letdown. I was, I was hoping for more. I wasn't expecting more, but I was hoping for more. All right. Let's, let's get into Evan's dad here in just a second, because we did kick off the episode. We kick off the episode and we have a real don't bothers practice. There's a real don't bothers hockey yes. practice. They're coming Alex up with, with, is, with a play. They're coming up with a play that yeah. I don't. I Alex, don't think. I don't think Bombay did. I think this is no, this is all this Alex is, slash the kids. 
this is a standard hockey play, you know, and I forget the name of it, of course. Off the they they of called head. it the, the double helix, which. Double helix. That's right. Um, not not love, a great I name. mean, I love the sound. It sounds real. <laughs> it's a real play, Brandon. <laughs> um, Maybe. But um, I also, I also love the, she gives two directives and then hits them with a, and then let it rise. Um, hits them with the, the baking joke. Oh, I didn't even catch that. You know, like she that. said, let it rise. <laughs> didn't even catch yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Two hockey directives and then let it rise. <laughs> Evan's like, mom, I, I think, I think that's, uh, that's baking, but you're, you're doing great. Same, we, it's, it's, same principles though. You know, you, it's the same, it's the same kind of like discipline, you know, it's all yeah. about discipline as, as our boy, uh, what was his name? Clark. Stephanie's husband, you know, hockey yeah. teaches you discipline and you need that in the baking, yeah. the baking world. You need, you need discipline and the investment banking, world, investment banking, like all that, all that stuff. Uh, and and Alex also has a nice little line where she's like, and, and let's give it, the, let's work on giving it to Sophie. Ev- emphasis on giving. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's give this to Sophie. Like it, it's there's there's full understanding that they need to siphon the puck towards Sophie, their their sharp shooter. They so they mentioned that at the beginning about getting it to Sophie. I'm fairly certain. That's the no, it's not. So she's in. She Sophie disappears in this episode. She, I don't think she has. Oh. She, she doesn't even have a line. I don't think. Well, she's we'll on get kid. to that when we get to the game because yeah. I have some coaching notes for Coach <laughs> Alex about what took place in this game versus the Hawks. So we mm. will get to that yeah. when we get to the game film because <laughs> that was a disaster of a game plan by yeah. the ducks or not the ducks. <laughs> so don't bother. Damn it. <laughs> uh, but, um, and, and, but then we get uh Bombay asking Alex to the wild game in there mm-hmm. real quick. Like, Hey, do uh, you want to go to the wild game? Did you catch the team they were playing? Heath? Yeah. The, the, the Oilers. Oilers who are still yeah. a, still a team, even though you forgot about them. <laughs> still what whether i listen this is what happens when if you're a canadian team and i'm sorry but they just they've changed those canadian teams a hundred times and i lost track they you really haven't though they've changed maybe two maybe two yeah. two too many <laughs> yet the the montreal canadians have been around for like 115 years or some some nonsense like that's that. true and the maple leaves i'm sorry yeah. if we if we have any canadian listeners i'm sorry i really do love canada and i appreciate the canadian hockey teams it's just they changed up a couple of the teams and i got confused i really 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 felt your your admiration there for our canadian listeners yeah. Hey, listen, I was watching an old uh, WWF pay-per-view that took place in Montreal, I believe. Um, was it either WrestleMania 5 or 6? And I listened the, to the screw the job, ent- the Montreal screw job. No, that was 97. Oh. Um, but uh, I listened to the entirety of O Canada. So <laughs> if, like, I listened to Robert Goulet sing O Canada. So, like, you know, if that doesn't—that's that, as that Canadian doesn't as say, it gets. That's what I'm saying. If that doesn't say that I respect the Canadians, I don't know what does. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so so Bombay's, Bombay asks finally, like a legit asks Alex out. We're, yep, and we're kicking and she off makes the romance. A, she makes a, a trying to remember one of the wild players. She makes a Gorgonzola joke, which yep. I, I do. I love some Gorgonzola cheese, so I, I appreciated the joke. It, it landed with me. Now it did. 
I I love how her <laughs> her in her like first thought when trying to think of a uh, of a hockey player's name is to start listing off Italian cheeses. <laughs> she couldn't have like thought of like you know some something Canada related, you know. Anything? <laughs> um, but my I, my favorite moment is like Bombay goes out to ask uh, ask her on the date, and she it suddenly it turns into a research field trip. It's not a date, Brandon. It's a research. Yes, yeah. They're they're studying trip. they're studying the coaching coaching techniques, studying yeah. the tape. You know, not a date. Definitely not a date. Yeah. That's the classic Bombay move, though. A date that's not a yeah. date. Yeah. Just but hey, let me let me just come over and congratulate congratulate you with some pie wink <laughs> the classic the the pecan pie move classic bomb <laughs> and, and so and so after that delightful interaction we have evan's dad makes his entrance like a total d-bag yes <laughs> just out comes comes flying in you, you know like you know the best here comes <laughs> like in the middle of practice like yeah. why are you introducing you know the, the best way to to say hi to your kid that you haven't seen in seven months is to scream at him in the middle of his hockey practice yeah dad of the year i'm gonna scream <laughs> an introduction oh wait and he also just did the exact same introduction at the ducks practice yes did you hear him say that <laughs> yeah. and so i have to ask you because i could not stop thinking this when i was watching what, what did coach t say what was Coach T's reaction to that fucking asshole coming in and yelling about his least favorite player, and not only his least favorite player, his least favorite mom, uh, yeah. out of everyone in the Twin Cities area? So I have to ask you, what is Coach T's reaction? I would have loved, I would have loved to see that scene to see Coach T's reaction as well as Stephanie's. If I would love to see what Stephanie did. Stephanie's eyes would have disappeared into the back of her skull permanently because she would have rolled them so incredibly hard. <laughs> I guarantee you. That's, that's I, what would have happened. I guarantee you, Coach T called him a pheasant. You know. No, <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. I'm like, uh, uh, who's this pheasant yelling yeah. about Morrow? He's not even on this team. Get yeah, out of here, he, pheasant. Yeah, he plays on the clowns. Get out of here. You're looking for the clowns practice at the at the ice rink or the ice palace. <laughs> I got, I got to say it's a spot on, spot on coach T impression. You sound exactly like him. <laughs> You've got the clowns on ice practice at the ice palace. <laughs> That's coach T's oh. exact reaction. That's all I could think about when I was watching that part of the episode. It's like coach T is just like, who in the actual fuck is this douchebag? that just ran <laughs> <laughs> Yelling yeah. nonsense, wannabe rocker, dude. Get out of here. Get out of yeah. here. I, I didn't even, I, you know, I got to be honest with you. I totally f- didn't even pick up on his name the whole episode because it's, I was just it's like, Rob. Oh, Rob. Rob. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. It's like a, just a knockoff Rob Thomas. That's, that's exactly what they, what their band is, is a knockoff <laughs> Matchbox 20. <laughs> I was trying to find a sound for their band. But nothing fit, but now knock off Matchbox 20. That's it. That's the one. Definitely didn't send anything like Matchbox 20. But <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, it did, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so he comes in, does the, the douchebag entrance of the year, and then that's then he, he rolls over to Alex and Bombay, and that's when you find out he's a musician. He hasn't seen Evan in seven months. He's the, you know, 
he he rolls in like two times a year, takes him on a weekend trip, and then that's about it. Um, so yeah, yep. dad, father of the year. Um, I I do have to say um, the another thing and that he keeps me. This is I was gonna go, go ahead with yours because you go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say Evan just kept yelling at his dad in the middle. Hey dad, watch this. You know, like a, oh, yeah, like yeah. When a two-year-old is like, yeah. hey, watch this. And they kind of like do like a jump kick spin. And you're like, oh, cool, dude. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> and you know, he's, he's disrupting, you know, you're practicing, you know, be respectful. Yeah, you're you're, in, be you're yelling in the, at your fucking dad. You're in the middle of the double helix. Pay attention, Evan. Yeah, like get get out of here with yelling at your dad. Uh, so so Coach A, Coach Alex needs to shut that down, you know. And and she's just over there chatting with Bombay. Yeah, she's not and paying attention to the practice at all. And I understand that you know we needed it's the, that it's the inmates, moment inmates to get the, the asylum here with this. Yeah, practice. she's just she's just letting Evan take control, yeah. and this is this power is going to. He's just. Evan is, at this point is intoxicated with power as the mm. captain of the team. Mom's letting him go rogue, yelling at his dad during the practice. She's chatting it up with Bombay. I don't know. I just I, mm. I know I know we needed it for the storyline, but the the don't bother's practice is falling apart a little bit. Yeah. Not only is she chatting it up with Bombay, she's giving Bombay ev- every information about her relationship with this guy. Is it like yeah. like she did with Winnie at the at the snack bar, just spills her guts right away. Just, just classic overshare. Yeah, um, Alex is just a classic overshare, and she, because <laughs> she jumps right in to an awkward story about her having to rub aloe or like, oh yeah, um, poison ivy. <laughs> yeah, goes into a poison ivy story. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> which then spread to her, and so she, and then it went into her poison ivy story. Like, yeah, it's just. <laughs> You know, not not necessarily the best story when you're when you're flirting it up a little bit at the at the hockey rink. No, definitely not. And then, uh, well, and then so yeah, so Rob comes over and he's talking to Alex and Bombay, and he keeps he keeps referring. He doesn't he a he don't, never asks Bombay his name, and he does he doesn't recognize the Minnesota Miracle Man at first. And he he can't believe he doesn't ask him his name, and then he just keeps calling him Guy. He he calls Bombay Guy like four times, like just. What, I don't know what you're what, talking about, buddy. Yeah, the the just the disrespect to, right to Bombay's face. Like, ask ask him his name or Alex, introduce the guy. Hey, you know, listen here, Chief. Don't 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 be talking to him like that, buddy. He'll, <laughs> he'll call him whatever he wants, guy. <laughs> Maybe he's part Canadian. That was that was a South Park joke. <laughs> well, he doesn't call him buddy. He just he calls him guy. No, I, I, I says, know. I'm just kidding. But um, yeah. that that is incredibly rude of him to yeah. not ask Bombay or just, just a light intro. Just like, Hey, what's up? Yeah. Nice to meet you. I'm Evans. Especially because so, so, he, so he mentions that he has a gig tonight. That's why he's in town. Cause why else would you come see your kid unless you got a gig? Exactly. He mentions he has a, a gig and had already told Evan that he can go. And um, then ask the mom and then to ask her in to pin her in a situation, just a classic deadbeat dad. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Oh, it's good. Cool. Yeah. Right, right from you, the deadbeat dad playbook. <laughs> exactly. Like Just, she, she mentioned it. She mentions it when she's spilling the the her life story to Bombay. That you know he swoops swoops in two times a year. Yeah. It becomes the cool parent and then leaves her with all the responsibility. Yep. And now he's inviting Evan to a show at a bar. Well, and bar and, and restaurant. Bar and Tito's bar and restaurant. So shout well, out to Tito's. It's, uh, 
Is it a real restaurant? I don't know. If it is, though, you know. That'd be dope. Yeah. It'd be great. It'd be great <laughs> research on Disney's part. The, they, the wings looked pretty solid, you know? <laughs> but, but uh, then, so but, but she can't, she can't do it. She's actually thinking about it, but she can't do it because she has to work. She's got to take care of some depositions. Stephanie always has her in the weeds in the business, right? So she can't drive him. And that's why she's going to decline this for him, for Evan. Yes. But that's when you get, that's when you get good guy, good guy, Bombay. Swoops you know, in. Uses every, every single mom trick in the book he's got to, yeah. uh, and he offers to take Evan to the gig. Yeah, and I mean Bombay. And so Bombay gets it. He knows he's done this before. Oh he yeah. Knows oh. If he wins over the son, yeah. he wins over the mom. Like this is he's he is not shy. He is not new to this move. This, this, this is, move is yes. the Bombay. It's yeah. what it's called. Exactly. There's a, there's a reason he sleeps with so many moms. It's because he's good at it. He's got it down to a formula. He's got but a so, PhD. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But so, and then that was, that was the time. So he offers to take Evan to the gig. And then uh, Rob, the dad says, awesome. Thank you guy. And just calls him guy again. It's like, at that, like I get it the first couple of times, but at that point, after he's offering to take your kid somewhere, learn the guy's name, learn the guy's yeah. name. That, that is true. And, uh, but it's, you know, Hey guys, night, Evan stoked gets to go hang with Bobby. He, he, he makes a, he makes a, a girl's night joke. He's what's he say? He says, Yes, can I please do a guys' night? Because we have girls' night every every night. Every night. <laughs> just when it's just me and you. <laughs> and so we know that Alex constantly overpowers her son, and they do what she wants to do every night. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> she she rules the roost, and then and then she makes a throwaway joke about watch out. The last time I went to a, a bar with him, I, <laughs> I got love- pregnant. <laughs> And Bob is like, I won't have to worry about it. I no, don't. he does. He, say, he says, "I that probably won't happen to me." Is what he says. Not not ruling it out. Not ruling it out. But he left the door open. Yeah, just in case. Yeah. Just, just, it was it was it was a soft no, not a hard no. We don't know if there's a potential twin spinoff. <laughs> exactly. With 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 Danny, maybe maybe they rope in Danny DeVito or or Arnold. <laughs> you know, Arnold takes a break from governing, from being the governator, and uh, jumps into his twins spinoff <laughs> with Emilio Estevez as yeah. Gordon Bombay. I yeah. hope Disney's listening. Oh, they are. They are. They're listening to everything. Yeah. They sponsored the vaccine. You just don't know. Every everything goes back to Disney. Everything. <laughs> Could you imagine if this is ground zero of a new conspiracy theory where Disney secretly sponsored the vaccine? You heard it here first. Yeah. The Cake Eaters podcast. <laughs> Probably just gonna cut this out just to be just to be safe. I don't I don't want to open up this can of worms. This sounds dangerous. That can be on the director's cut. I don't I don't wanna I don't want an HBO documentary made about us, Heath, about how how this little this conspiracy theory started. Because <laughs> um, right, cool. we can cut. Because after that, we cut. But we can cut. <laughs> that was, I don't know, Brandon. That was an awesome tangent. <laughs> um, <laughs> Disney sponsored. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> but people would believe it. Oh, they absolutely oh. would. Absolutely. 
That's why I'm so terrified right now. I don't wanna, <laughs> I don't, like wild I don't, fire. Yeah, I don't want to be put on a list, Heath. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get my shit together. So we can get my- <laughs> Okay. So okay, but so yeah. So then, after uh, after Bombay offers to give the ride, then it it cuts back to practice for a little bit. We get um finally we get some Lauren and some Maya, you know, back and forth. Little hopefully a little character development with them. Yeah. What do they? And and oh, because she she loses the. She can't find Mis- her cape. That's what it is. Misplaces right? the cape really quick when they're when they're gearing up after practice. Um, I loved how she like f- was freaking out and was like misplaced her cape, and then Maya walked up and within point two seconds was like, "Are you talking about this one?" Like, right yeah, away. but like, <laughs> that like that happens constantly. Like moms hang their hat on always knowing where she is because they always pull that move. Like every mom that is their bread and butter. We're like, okay, I've looked all over my room i cannot find my notebook and then you know mom walks in and it's like oh it's it's just right there it's like damn it i looked in that corner four times but there it is did you know he did you it's it's magically it's magically right there i would love um, to i would love to hear mama d's side of that story to figure out if you're telling the truth here heath i don't think you looked in that corner i don't think you did we're not gonna bring her into this because we know (laughs) that she is always right like that's a fact (laughs) You've met her before. Yeah. <laughs> you know, lovely lady. Mama D is always right. Yeah. And she's the best. She is the best. Yeah. Shout out Mama D. Yeah. Huge shout out. <laughs> Got to do another chicken days. <laughs> shout out Wayne Chicken Show. <laughs> um, but we, I, I love that we get some background on the cape too. Yes. Um, I was, not, I was just wondering, not just the cape. I was wondering if we were going to get background or not. Um, and I think it's a nice background. You know what I mean? Like, like it just shows like Lauren's um, dentist parents are good parents, you know, nervous about the back brace. Dad's like, hey, people might make fun of you for a back. Would you rather get made fun of a, for a back brace or get made fun of for a cape? I choose cape 10 times out of 10. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Do you think, so I was thinking, is that, do you think that's what, cause she mentioned she was in third grade, right? I think that's what she said. Third grade yeah. scoliosis back brace. Yeah. You think, was she into D&D before that? Or do you think that's what spawned like the, the, the fantasy fandom in her? I, I bet that, I bet that spot, there may have been some lurking there because like, you know, second third grade like you're playing with power ranger toys and that kind of stuff you know what i mean and so like there may have been power rangers don't wear capes well you're right but i'm trying to think i'm trying to think of like i don't know what kind of like like iron man suits you know that's true well i mean color coded yeah i mean i'm trying to think i don't know too many capes iron man's a badass he's no pink ranger though that's for sure well, because, like, she doesn't wear, like, a superhero cape. She wears, like, an elven cape, you know, yeah, from, yeah. like, it's Lord got, of the Rings. You it's know what got, I mean? like, like, faux fur on one side, silk on the other. Yeah, it looks ex- – it's, it's, it's a cape to keep you warm, not to look fashionable. Yeah, yeah like, she's, she's wearing that in Middle Earth. She's mm-hmm. not wearing that on Earth. So that, that's, that's – I think that's the difference with the cape, and that's why it's tricky to find. You know, she's not getting that from a comic book. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Her dad's a dentist. She's getting it from a real book. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> so, so yeah, so Maya comes in, clutch, finds the the cape. We get the the Lord I love backstory. that she has conjuring stones. She found she found oh, yeah. the cape <laughs> under the under the conjuring stones. <laughs> Lauren's a badass. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> yeah. So she's got the conjuring stones, and then, then, then they they decide to make a TikTok, right? They're like, oh, because they they yeah. bond over. Because Maya goes, oh, third grade. That's when I moved here. People made fun yeah. of me too because I'm I'm from the city. She yeah. doesn't say the city this time. She says New York. Yep, and for, she sounds. For her. And she talked like a New York truck driver. Yes, she says that's why people made fun of her because she was she yeah. she sounded like she had the New York accent, real thick. Yeah. So they. Bond I love the New York accent. Hers was it was not. I mean, it's, it's as good as you can get from a kid trying to do a New York accent. Yeah, it, it sounded not, like a truck driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it sounded. <laughs> she sounded like a New York truck driver yelling in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was interesting. Not super authentic, but you know what? Shout out Maya, you did a great job. Yeah, so it's like as good as you can you can expect from a from a child actor for sure. But yeah, and so then they shoot a TikTok, which I'm gonna yes. I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna own this. I know nothing about TikTok. Oh, okay, I thought you were gonna like, I thought you were gonna profess your love for TikTok right there. You caught me off guard. No, I um I weirdly uh, sometimes Ke- uh, Kelly, um, who is my partner, will show me the some TikToks, but. My my main knowledge of TikTok is mostly just knowing that it's just people like all doing the same dance. Like uh, they're just all doing different variations of dances and they're all kind of doing the same shit. D- dancing is so I I know very but that Charlie person. Charlie there's there's uh Charlie. I don't even Charlie know. does the dances on TikTok. That's what I don't I'm even know who Charlie is. Well, I say I know I know not very as as I am Brandon. No, I know very very little about TikTok. Um but I do know yeah there, there's dancing's the big thing but there's there's also like there's niches. funny work ones. There's niches within TikTok so you like the you have dancing like corporate TikTok. America ones. You got corporate TikToks. America TikTok, you got teacher TikTok, you got you know there's all sorts of little little oh. niches. Um okay. the, so I I don't know anything about TikTok specifically but I have gone down a few like Instagram reel. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. Funnels and stuff like that. And th- that's just people posting stuff from TikTok to Instagram. So oh, it's, okay. the, it's the same, <laughs> say it's the same videos you get on TikTok, but. And, and so I actually got, I actually got real. You got one? I say, I, say I actually got real like deep, deep into teacher TikTok a couple times. And let me tell you those, those teachers are crazy. Oh yeah, teachers are wild cards. Have you ever oh, yeah. partied with teachers in the oh, summer? Oh yeah, yeah. It's the just okay, here we go. Another side uh, tangent here to get us into parenting with Brandon. Hey, <laughs> don't trust your teachers. Don't don't trust your kids' teachers. They're garbage human beings. They should well, not no. be trusted with kids. That's that's not true. Teachers are like teachers treat summer vacation just like the kids treat summer vacation. So they're a lot of fun to have. Yeah, teachers. Teachers treat teachers treat every single night like it's the last night in Vegas. They're just going <laughs> balls to the walls. Just and just, that's who I want check, molding check. the youth of America. <laughs> Real people that will uh, that will come out, go to a show, you know, have some whiskey cokes with me. That's what I want. That's what I want teaching the youth of America. They're not just doing whiskey cokes, Heath. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing they're doing other coke as well. They're doing lines, lines <laughs> off the bar. 
<laughs> Savage teachers. Listen, all, listen, all I'm listen. saying is, all I'm saying is, parents just just check check the teachers a little bit. You know, let let them know you know. Just <laughs> there's they they all have secret Instagrams. Exactly, Finstas, right? This is, isn't that what they're called, Finstas? <laughs> they all have Finstagrams. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the, so Maya and Lauren shooting a TikTok video. They're doing a dancing one. Um, yes, mm-hmm. and, well, and they, we see they they do the voices first because because Maya Lauren wants Maya to do the New York accent, and Maya oh, says yeah. only only if you do a voice too, and that's when we get that's when we find out Lauren is not only a cosplayer and a and d fiend, she, is all, she also knows Elvish. Yeah, she's fluent in Elvish. Mm-hmm. Just, a, just when I didn't think I could like Lauren anymore, she goes ahead and drops the, the bomb that she can speak Elvish. And so they, they throw out a fire TikTok where we see the Elvish word for I don't know if I'd call it. I don't know if I'd call it fire. Oh, uh the the dancing is is a little slow. Well, you know? I mean, obviously, it was a first shoot. That was a first take. I'm, all I'm saying is I could have done it better. That's all I'm saying. I think I think there's no need for you to hate on that delightful TikTok that Maya and not, Lauren made with with the Elvis word for coffee with I'm with Maya's dope <laughs> New York accent. An authentic her her authentic self, Brandon. I'm not hating on it. I thought it was overall it was a it was a solid TikTok. I'm just saying I could have done the dance better. <laughs> um, okay, you're right. The dancing was just okay. That's yeah, why that's why we find out in in the end it, it didn't make um, it didn't make the cut. That's true. Maya, after they do it, Maya says. She exclaims, "This is awesome! I'm gonna post it on my page," and then does not do that. Yeah, they 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 think we we think we are led to believe that this is a true this this is you know Maya and Lauren have a moment that our poor boy Nick has just been dreaming of having with Evan, and we see Maya and Lauren have this moment, and you know in his heart of hearts, Nick is just longing for to have this with with Evan. Yeah. Yep, because even after the sleepover, you know, it's not the, the best friendship between Evan and Nick is not not fully sealed yet. Yeah, you know? it's not cemented by any means. You know, yep. we got some loose concrete there. I don't know what the, you know, how you like you you seal a date with the, with the kiss, right? The kiss at the end. I don't know. What do you what do you seal a best friendship with? A dope handshake. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so they haven't they haven't done that yet. They haven't done, they haven't sealed it with a handshake. <laughs> this is a secret handshake. <laughs> Hopefully we're getting close. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, so after, after we see that interaction, cause that's, that's the storyline. That's the backup storyline, right? Like we had the, the sleepover last week. And so now we've got Lauren and Maya, which I'm glad I'm, I'm glad Lauren and Maya are getting. It's, I'm glad they're, I'm glad it's going. I'm glad they're, we're getting some more background, especially on, on Lauren and Maya. Cause I think we mentioned in the last episode, they're two of the better characters. The, the the characters with the most potential, I think. Yeah. You know, especially if you if you pair them together and they become best friends, I think that's fantastic. I think that's a good way to go. Yeah, um, real good dynamic duo right there. Yes. the The only thing I'm not caring for, and it happened in last episode with the sleepover, is it seems like each episode they're only focusing on two to three kids, and then the rest are non-existent. Yeah. 
They, which, they like, they drop the kids. And the, and the worst part is we're getting all of the hockey team, like the mighty ducks are in the background because we've got this whole Alex Bombay love story that is just getting a big yes. spotlight. Yeah. On it. It's, it's very much Alex. Alex is the main character of this show is what we're, yeah. is what it's th- these last couple episodes have fully cemented is that it's, it's not Evan. It's not the kids. Alex is the main character, which it's fine. I, I guess. Yeah. I, it's not terrible, but she's not the most compelling character no. you know just especially because it's just a re- so much it's a retread it's a retread <laughs> yeah. of gilmore girls it's a retread of of parenthood you know no no offense to lauren graham you know she's a fantastic actress yeah and, and it one, seems one of, like a very kind person seems yes nice. but you know we've we've seen this before this is this is gilmore girls all over again let's you know focus on the kids focus yeah. on the, the hockey team you know let's delve into yeah. that some more at least if she would have become like a badass after crushing the slap shot challenge, but you know, she well, just... yeah, it it would be one thing if she like went all in kind of like Bombay does in the movies where she actually learns how to become a fucking hockey coach, but she's and, like, not doing a dynamic character. Like, yeah, like but... becoming a like, dynamic and engaging character, but she hasn't yeah. done. no, she's not doing that. Or at least they're not showing it. Um, you know, they're not showing, they're not giving us her like, you know, her like Rocky training montage of becoming a coach. It's just, I'm sure in like four episodes, we're just going to blink our eye and she's going to be a fantastic coach and they're going to be winning yeah. every game. But and I would like without, some more, some more reasons why, like, show me, show me, show me her in the lab, you know, doing some work. Without the, without a 30 second coaching montage, we are completely blind. Exactly. The improvement she's made I, outside of, you know, we had a quick 10 seconds where she had two out of three, she got two out of three hockey terms. Correct. And then she let it rise. Exactly. <laughs> and, and missed the mark. So, um, but, but anyways, so next, next up is going to, is one of your favorite moments of this episode. And it is where the oh, Bombay's Bombay's rickety ass <laughs> truck comes pulling up yeah. to if pick you- up Evan with <laughs> I don't know how I'd like the most overprotective mom in the entire world lets her son get in that she broken probably, down hoopty truck. I don't even think she saw the truck. I don't think she's aware you know, of how, or she may have like seen the truck, but she's not aware that one of the doors doesn't work and he keeps the glove box shut with a, with a hockey stick pressed up against it. Though, you know, to be fair, I feel like a lot of Miss Midwest families have like just in like a like one shitty ass car to get around in, you know, like you, you tell like our family always had they, one, like they have an old one, Jeep. Yeah, but that's not your only car. This is Bombay's primary mode of transportation. That's true. And granted, I don't think he has that many passengers to where it would he would need to reassess his situation because because the passenger side doesn't door doesn't work. So Evan has to scoot through the the whole the from the the driver's side door all the way to the passenger side. He has to hop while he's scooting. He has to hop over half of a hockey stick that's pressed up against the glove box to keep it shut. Yeah, that's pr- honestly love, honestly that I Evan, love the glove box stick. Honestly, Evan was probably the first passenger that Bombay had in his car in at least five years, at least. That's that's it, probably a very good point because you could tell in the moment he had forgotten that in order for someone to sit there, the hockey stick would have been an issue. Oh he, yeah, he didn't even he didn't even remember until Evan went, went to move it that he lost his mind. <laughs> don't touch that! Don't touch that! <laughs> I, 
I, I loved it. Like it's a, like <laughs> that's you know what? I bet I bet the truck also came with the ice palace. <laughs> I was going to say, if you thought the Ice Palace and the Zamboni were the only things that were falling apart in Bombay's life, you're mistaken. It's everything. I'm pretty sure he inherited that track, too. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to say I would love to see his apartment, but we have seen his apartment because he lives at the Ice Palace. It's, I love it's, it. Um, it's, it's rough see, seeing your hero, heroes fall. You know, it's, wow. it's rough. That's why they tell you never to meet your heroes. Yeah, but that's usually because they're dicks, not because they they live in a in an abandoned ice rink. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite uh, "Don't Meet Your Heroes" episodes on television is uh, the episode of Community where Troy doesn't want to meet Levar Burton; he just wants an autograph picture because he can't yeah. disappoint a picture. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one of my favorite episodes oh, of television. It's uh, fantastic. Out there. So, uh, shout out to Levar Burton. Uh, you know. Butterfly in the sky. LeVar I can go Burton, twice as high. LeVar Burton strikes me as somebody who would not, as a hero that would not disappoint, though. No, I just, you know, like, you cannot be Star, Star Trek, from, Reading Rainbow, you know, what? You can't, you can't be on those shows and not be a nice guy. Exactly. You know, and then, and, and then play such a fun character on that episode of Community. Yeah, I honestly, I don't know if you remember this, but um, I had a former coworker, Brianna, and I may still have them on my computer. I was all about, uh, you know, LeVar Burton for president. Was he was he running or was that a... No, I was going to support him. I was in a, running a rogue <laughs> you campaign. Were, you were going to write we him were, in, write in campaign? Yeah. <laughs> set, phaser, set, set phasers to presidency. <laughs> Did that did that gain any traction for you? Uh, none, none, zero. Did you even did you did you even write a man or did you did you chicken out at the at the last second? Uh, no, I I you, you felt, don't. I felt I felt guilty for not making my <laughs> vote matter. <laughs> there, was, there, yeah. was, there was voter guilt that happened <laughs> because I may have as well just thrown it away if I did that. <laughs> So yeah, you gotta be um, you gotta be careful with that, especially depending yeah. on the depending on the state you're in. You know, <laughs> yeah, you gotta be really careful with those votes. Then, then you know, in, it would have been in Colorado, but um, <laughs> uh, you, you had a little more leeway. Then you probably could have got away with it if you would have just wrote him in. Yeah, but you know, I'm in, out, in, out in Georgia. In though, heart, don't, don't do that. That that vote counts. <laughs> it, but in my heart, I will always support um, Levar Burton for president. And you know, they brought back Reading Rainbow for a spell. On you can you can watch Reading Rainbow on Amazon Prime. So is it back? I, I I read a while ago that they were bringing it back. I didn't know it was already there. I, I don't remember if they brought it back, but you can watch the old episodes. Oh, they have the it. old episodes. I thought. Yeah, that, listen, so what I read was this: they were rebooting it. Um, they, I don't know if they ever fully went through with the reboot. I think okay. they may have. Uh, but but if the, the wanna, old ones are up there. Yeah, if you okay. want to go find out what happens when you give a mouse a cookie, <laughs> jump on Amazon. It's yeah. it's a thrill. <laughs> it's a thrill yeah. ride. <laughs> See, when you give a mouse a cookie is probably a very poignant book for for coach coach a here i feel like she could learn a lot from from that you know yeah because you know we're seeing evan's in, intoxication of power is coming from this exact scenario the intoxic the intoxication of power with with, with evan as well as how she handles uh baby daddy rob you know, yeah. 
Oh yeah, yeah and and that so so we cut scene. Speaking of Rob, we cut scene over to his uh, the chorus of his song. Yeah, it's the Matchbox uh, Twenty song. The Matchbox Twenty, the Matchbox <laughs> Twenty knockoffs. Uh, all my friends are going out tonight. Mm-hmm. All of my friends are going out tonight. Yeah, what'd you think about that? It see, it didn't strike me as Matchbox Twenty. What I thought was it was a like blatant rip off and retooling of, and now I'm gonna blank on the song title, but the Hank Williams. I think it's Hank Williams Jr. song oh. the, from Monday Night Football. All my rowdy friends. Was, uh-uh. was, I I thought it was a blatant ripoff of that. You know. I thought you were gonna go Nickelback knockoff uh, there for a second. Well, so that I mean, essentially, so they they took the the lyrics and the essence of All My Rowdy Friends by Hank Williams Jr. and then they turned it into a Nickelback song, essentially. Wow. Yeah, and and so congrats, Rob. You are a Nickelback knockoff, a, a mix of the Monday Night Football song, Nickelback, <laughs> and Matchbox 20. The big touring, three. Touring small town Midwest venues. Congratulations. Yeah. Good. Have, was, small town Midwest for sure. He was talking about Davenport like it was fucking Las Vegas. <laughs> and no, Listen, no, I, no shade I've to Davenport, seen, Iowa. Don't, don't shade Davenport because I had to go there for work one time and they had an excellent arcade bar where I was shredding okay. some ski ball. Okay. So, you know, don't. I've, don't. I've never been to Davenport. I've, uh, I've been to Des Moines though. Des Moines is a solid town. D- Des Moines solid. Uh, the, the hotel that I stayed at in Davenport was also very fancy. Had a bidet in was the it, hotel bathroom. Was it haunted like Rob's hotel? Um, no, it did. That was also one of my favorite moments of the the episode when uh, Creepy Barry, the night manager. That I should uh, remember. I was trying to remember the name. Creepy Barry. Cre- yeah. Creepy <laughs> Barry, the night manager, shuffling his feet outside of the room doors. Um, yeah. And Bombay says he thought he got arrested. No, he. And he, so he, I wouldn't. No, like, he, he says he says he doesn't say he thought he got arrested. He thought, says I thought, thought they guilty. found him guilty. Yes, meaning he was arrested and charged for something. For like, <laughs> and like, what was he? What was like? What was he found guilty? Of? Was, Probably, it, was it some sort of stalking? I'm assuming um, he killed somebody in that hotel. Okay, so that's we, but we don't know. You can't prove it. Because he's out free and he's that's still true. shuffling uh, that's true. around. Alleg- allegedly, allegedly killed somebody in that hotel. Allegedly. Oh, and, and uh, sorry to set this up. We were in the bar. Rob's playing. Rob finishes playing. Must have been an opener too, because that seemed pretty early. You know, like if he's if Evan well, has to be home by be nine, home by nine, and Rob is done playing mm-hmm. in enough time to eat and have drinks, like he's going on at like six and he's off at eight. Well, no, because he, so he, Evan ends up staying later. Okay, he, he, maybe that's it. So the show probably ended at like 8.30, I'm assuming. 8, 8.30, you know. But like we, we established at the beginning, this guy's, he's not a rock star. He is. No. He Amateur is, at best. Yes, he is scraping along by the edge of, edge of his teeth, or the edge of his teeth. Is that the right phrase? Uh, by the skin of his teeth. Skin of his teeth. Thank you. Um, yeah, he's not a, he's not a successful rock star. I would imagine he's not paying Alex any child support. Not no. helping out at all. <laughs> no, that's no. <laughs> definitely not happening. He's, but I, he's definitely going to get sued later in life. But, but again, this is a this 
place he's playing at is a bar slash restaurant. So it was, he was probably, they were probably the only band playing, you know, if you're at, at a re- at a restaurant, when you have live music kind of like that, it's usually just one, one band. And then they're shutting uh, it down you, usually, because staff wants to go home. Yeah. Well, yeah. Depending on the establishment, you know, it's <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, um, but, but there, but um, him and him and Bombay start bonding. Yes, because because Bombay is Road a, life. Bombay stayed at the same hotel in Davenport. That's how he knows yeah. Creepy Barry. Yeah, um, yeah. They they bond on road life uh, with Robbie and the musician and Bombay with his minor minor league hockey. Again, they talk about the he talks about minor league hockey like he was playing for fucking years. It was only when, a year. Tops. If if that it probably wasn't even the full year because there's just they're they're mixing up this this minor league hockey timeline way more than they need to. Yeah, it's, it's I just, do. I do have to comment on something he says that just I couldn't get over when I was watching where Bombay talks about them uh, making the bus toilet into a beer keg. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then if you had to Listen, go, you had to go out the window. I don't know if you have ever used a bus toilet before, but tell me this right now. There are certain levels of cleaning that it would have to go through before you would want to put a beer keg in there, and you're not going to get that on the road where they're at. So um, I just so to, I to can't give, even get I can't even believe how foul that is. To give Bombay the benefit of the doubt, he was on a minor league hockey team. I uh, I'm just gonna for his sake I'm gonna assume the hockey team bought a brand new bus. Maybe it was broke. Maybe the toilet's been broken for forever. Um, yeah, or yeah, so or brand new bus. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. and then okay. no, they were like, nobody fucking use this because we're gonna turn it into a beer keg or beer okay. fu- funnel. Did they call it a keg? How? That's that's not the right term. That wouldn't have, maybe it's a funnel. I think he meant like a beer. Did he say keg? Maybe he meant he probably he meant bong. It's a beer bong is what he's talking about. I assume. even worse, even worse. Because there's no way you'd be able to turn it into a beer keg. I, whatever they did to the toilet, uh, like any type. Like I don't even like taking my beer into the bathroom when I go to like a game <laughs> in the arena, I will, if I have to, but like, you know, it's just, no, you, you don't want to know those air particles floating around during your beer, <laughs> you know? Exactly. That's, that's I don't know if you've ever seen the, the episode of the league where they have oh, the, like, the, the shower caddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not the shower, the, the, the bathroom caddy. Bathroom caddy. Yeah. yeah. Like, I would. I can totally get on board with the bathroom caddy. Like no one wants to take their their beer into the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> but then, and then they start talking about like um, the. Then they get into the food eating contest where Bombay eats fifty mini tacos. Which I I gotta be honest with you. I feel like I could do fifty mini tacos. I don't know. That's a lot. You don't think so? Do you think so? I don't know. Maybe when maybe I was Mike, like maybe when I, I was like Mike could definitely do fifty mini tacos. When I was like twelve, I could probably do fifty mini tacos. I could probably house, maybe even up to like fifteen. I could probably house fifty mini tacos. We we need to get Big Mike into one of these eating competitions because that dude will spend a good two hours <laughs> at a buffet and not stop eating the whole time. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Watching him. <laughs> well, so, so so they meant Bombay mentions he ate fifty mini, mini tacos. tacos in one sitting for uh, an old minor league hockey eating contest, and then. Yes he proceeds to challenge. Well, I don't know. I think Rob challenges him to an eating contest, right? Wing, wing contest. Wing eating contest, real, real man, you know, uh, Dick measuring pissing contest mm-hmm. in defense of Tito's bar and restaurant. The wings look pretty solid. They looked good. 
I, I, I thought the exact same thing. Like those looked like solid wings, you know, not, not nothing too crazy. You could, not like the big hormone injected ones. You know, actually think about it. I think I actually won a eating contest. I won a sausage eating contest. I think, I think I had like 10 or 11 and I did not feel good afterwards. Yeah. If you win it, if you, okay. Yeah. If you win any eating contest where the winner only ate 11, that doesn't count. Okay. You got to at least hit like, I feel you got to hit 30 at least for an eating contest to, to count. Did they say how many wings? 42. They, they tied at 42. They t- that's a lot of wings. And they, I think they only stopped because Evan got a call from from the mom, from Alex. Yeah. Otherwise, and they, they, they might have kept down going. on the hot sauce too. Yes, ha- like halfway once, through. Halfway through, and so like I can't even imagine the heartburn that those two old guys were about to get after oh, yeah. doubling down on the oh, hot yeah. sauce. Forty-two wings. What, what did we? How old did we figure out Bombay was fifty-nine? Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he's yeah. The heartburn is out of control. Oh. Heartburn's the worst. I just like within the last year have started battling with heartburn and it's the worst thing in the world. You just I used like, to would, I used to scoff at like people that would be like, Oh, I got heartburn. I'd be like, Okay, fucking wimp. And then now I have it and I'm like, Oh my god, this is the worst thing ever. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. <laughs> they would they would be like eating all the times for mm-hmm. twenty four hours. Oh yeah. That's, that I also love that Bombay steps up to escort Evan to the car and he I, don't comes know if, back. I, I don't know if you call and, it a step up he, <laughs> he he realized it's probably like an he's he's probably an hour behind schedule here and he's like oh fuck this is i i, ru- I ruined this i gotta i gotta do damage control with the mom here yeah and 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 dad is <laughs> I just love, laughing I, man just so i love the quote that buzz saw yes i love the quote he comes back and bombay comes back to rob and he's like wait to just let me walk into the buzz saw bro <laughs> Just broing it out real hard with Evan's dad. Well, then he asks for advice. He asks for dating advice on how to woo the mom from the ex-husband. Or I don't know if they were actually married from the dad. I don't think they were married. You Like anyone, like how is it like Bombay, the player of moms, how does he go to an ex for advice? That's like. 101 never do that why well, I would think, you want to go to they're an ex for a reason why would you want that clown's <laughs> advice dude? i don't think i think it's because i mean i think he's a little perplexed by alex he hasn't he hasn't cracked her yet you know yeah if this was char like he 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 was already on like you know date five or six with charlie's mom at this point That's so i think true. he's he's used to working quicker you know, and at this point, he's like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong here. I need some, you know. Alex usually, has more usually than I've, I, usually, I've already, you know, I've already ghosted them by now. It's, it's <laughs> I've already gone on to minor league hockey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so we get we get that excellent dad and Bombay bonding interaction, and then we get the game of the century. Yes. Well, yeah. we have. Yeah, so it cuts to Evan, and I think it's the night after. It's that same night, right? To, with yeah. with Alex, Alex and Evan, and and Alex is. Oh, know, that's right, that's right. And Alex is. They're they're talking about the game tomorrow, which is against the Hawks, and yeah. then the, and then the the utter the just the utter Hawks disrespect throughout this episode because they mentioned they're playing the Hawks and they're the second worst team in the league, yeah. you know. And then I think uh, one in four. One of them, I yeah, one in four. I for, I forget which 
if it was Alex or Evan, one of them says they're about to be the worst team in the league or some, some snide comment like that. Like you don't, you can't, you haven't earned the right to trash talk the Hawks here. Okay. I mean, they're a, they're an institution in, in Southeast Minnesota youth hockey. They were, they were. It seems, it seems they've fallen on hard times. I think there's only one clear and true explanation for this. And it is comeuppance for the color scheme change. Yes. If they Mm -hmm. were still black and blue with those sleek uniforms, they would be hard-nosed, dominating, doing their jobs out there, whether it's taking out cake eaters (laughs) that have gone over to the Ducks. You know, it's that's those are the hawks that we remember. Now they're now they're orange. You know, yeah. like you want to talk about you want Coach T talking about clown suits. That's what the hawks have right now. Exactly. Don't bother's in their yellow and brown, and and we've got the the freaking hawks in orange now. I don't know which coach made that adjustment, but you know, poor whoever whoever did coach that Riley. was that was for sure the catalyst yeah. of of the, the downward spiral. Yeah, there's no other explanation. You. Yeah, it'd be like if the the New York Yankees came out in like, you know, like a lime green uniform, and you're like, "What are we doing here? This is yeah. you're just asking asking to be the worst team in the league." Exactly. It's like, hey, guess what? The Red Sox are now purple. It's I'm just uh, as as a Hawks apologist, it's very it's heartbreaking. To this yeah. this episode was heartbreaking. Yeah, it was. I, it was hard almost, to watch. I almost turned it off out of disgust. I was very upset. Yeah, and it's, it's like they forgot that it's it, that it's not worth winning if you can't win big. Exactly. There's a reason we play that at the beginning of this podcast is because the Hawks are an institution. Yeah. You know, they they deserve to be treated with respect. They taught us how to win. They they taught us how to sustain excellence. Exactly. And then they you know how us- you you know how you get a participation circuit is when when you disrespect the the Hawks and everything yeah. they everything they fought for. You get this this stupid participation circuit that Nick was talking about. Yeah. And you get Hawks with orange jerseys. You know, and, you know what you know what I've never seen in, in real life is an orange hawk. Never. And exactly. And I, I wanted to say that I'm not mad. I'm I'm just disappointed. But you know what? At this point I'm mad. Mm-hmm. I'm mad for the Hawks. I'm mad for all the the youths in the nineties that bought their Hawks Adam Banks jersey because they were like, hey, I'm a cake eater too. And now, what are they doing with those jerseys? They're just, they're no good. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're Look, cool they're, throwbacks. They're, yeah, they're vintage now. Vintage. vintage. Uh, but yeah, just Coach crunchy. Riley would be, Coach Riley would be turning over, is turning over in yeah. his grave at this yeah, episode. Just he's, un- unspeakable he, acts have been he, committed to the Hawks. Yeah, they deserve better, Coach Riley deserved better. R.I.P. Hawks. R.I.P. Color changes to blame. We've got Evan being real. I, I, I actually liked, this is the first time I think I liked Evan, where he was like, all right, Mom. Like, I know Dad is a huge disappointment, but let me just kind of believe he's going to be there. I just, I need this. Let me have this. She's trying to lessen the blow of the, the terrible dad, and Evan basically, like, sits her down and is like, Mom, I'm not stupid. No. I know dad, I know dad sucks. Yeah. You know, I can see, I have eyes. I see what's going on here, but you know, let's just, let's humor it a little bit. Let's see, give him a chance. Maybe, you Let know, me believe. maybe he pulls it around. Let me believe. Yeah. And then, and then we get a nice uh, cut, right? We go, we go, we cut to Nick and Coob and Sam at the lunch table because they 
have officially completely right, fallen right. into the background of this episode. But luckily, they yep. still get at least one one liner with Nick, where um, we've got Maya's just just Nick, Logan, and Sam silent throughout yeah. the and Coop thing. silent. Is I don't think Coop's even in that. I don't think Coop is up. Oh, he's not. Maybe maybe he's not. I, th- I think later in the episode yeah. he is. Um, but we see, yeah, because he's he, he is later in the episode because he's giving up goals left and right <laughs> again. Um, but yeah. Maya's got a cool new TikTok on with one of her mm-hmm. popular friends, and Nick's Nick's digging it, they're liking it. And Lauren comes up, and she's like, oh. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, Nick is the type of person slash teammate. That he has followed everybody on on every single social media platform, and he's liking and sharing every single post, every single one. Absolutely, he's he's looking out for his boys. Nick you know? Nick is a great hype man, but probably like one that he, after a while, it's like, hey, hey, bud, you just you got to pump the brakes a little bit. I mean, I appreciate it though, especially the the, the social media hype man. You know, that's true. You, you like post. He, he posts stuff on on uh, like Instagram or whatever. That's right. Who am I and kidding? I love Nick. He can do. He there's can always do the. I say there's always the one person that watches every story you post, that likes every photo, and you know I see you. I respect you. Thank you. That's Thank true. You for doing your the work. internet needs those people so that people like us can have a podcast with three followers. Exactly. Yeah. We <laughs> we we appreciate you. We appreciate you. <laughs> and, and we we love you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that TikTok was in fact cool. I, I when we established that I cannot verify if that it was a it, it was another dancing one, and again I could have done it better, but it was solid. Yeah, like I, I was curious if it was actually like a popular TikTok that people do. I'm assuming it is. I maybe have, they just made it up. I have no idea. I would not be able to um, tell you. But then we get Lauren coming in, and we know what's about to happen here. When she starts saying, oh, is that the one that Maya and I did? He's like, oh, no. And she's like, oh, well, what about ours? And Not, not even on the page. Not, not, on, not on the page. And then, and then she's like, wait, what? And Nick's like, well, you know, I can tell you, but you're, <laughs> you're not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it steals Lauren the asked, show again. Yeah. It steals Lauren's the show like- again. Lauren asks, "Why? Why wouldn't she post it? You know, <laughs> why? Why wouldn't she post our video?" Yeah, like, well, I could, I could tell you, but I am small and you have nunchucks, so I don't want to say anything. <laughs> and Nick just steals the show yet again, yeah. knowing full well that Lauren. Oh, he has kick his ass with those nunchucks. I think he has that line, and then he has a line at the end, uh, or towards the end of the hockey game. Yeah, it's a good and talk. The book, they're the both, they're both the best part, the best lines said in the entire movie. He only has two lines and crushes it. Yeah, if this, if dude, we, this dude deserves a fucking Emmy. Yeah, we need we need more Nick, less Bombay Alex love love story. Yes, yes, more Nick, more more Nick family dynamic. Because I'm still curious about like him. Oh, his, him his and the moms better come back. If that was the only glimpse of the moms we get, I'm gonna be very upset. Yeah, we I need, need I need, need more there. I need more Paula in my life. <laughs> and and so Lauren walks over to Maya's because Lauren's like, oh, this will not stand. You know, yeah. this, this she, Lauren's stand. not one to be trifled with. She's not going to yeah. let shit go. She's she's going to confront you right away. 
no, comes over. No burying feelings with this with this lady. She's a strong elven warrior, you know? Like, she doesn't need to fuck around with that. And so she goes right over to Maya. Hey, Maya, what's the deal with no TikTok? Like, you think you it's not cool to be nice to me or, or, and then ignore me when all these normies are, are around? I love that she called her friends normies. <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was a good line. Yeah. It, I mean, it, yeah, I like this scene because, yeah, she makes the point where it's like, just being nice to me when you're not around your other friends doesn't make us friends. Which is yeah, it, solid, solid life advice for kids. You got to be careful of the people that are only nice to you when you're by, when it's just you guys. Yep, ex- exactly. Because and and like she even says, like, hey, it's just it's a hockey thing, you know. Like, hey, it's a, yeah, it's a yeah. My, no, Maya no, sh- cool. scoots him away, shushes like to kind of shushes Lauren to get her away from the popular girl, so she doesn't cause a scene. Yeah, very, very embarrassed to be seen with Lauren. Yeah. So, so that's a, that is a nice job setting up. But then we cut to another one of my favorite scenes of this episode. Oh, are you talking about the Stephanie? Yes. So, okay, outside so, of outside of Nick, I need I I do need more Stephanie. I want more Stephanie. Stephanie dropping off was like like we Stephanie is, is I need one to of see, the better characters. I I need, re- I need home life with Stephanie. I need to see how she is with her kids. Like I, I want I I want to do a whole parenting corner with Brandon episode on stephanie and her kids that's what i need because because i hope she like i hope she just rules that place with an iron fist yeah that's what i want stephanie (laughs) to do it's like she just she's just my absolute favorite and so she comes in hot with um like oh god i have to go to this fundraiser we gotta save the manatee she starts off this conversation by making fun of manatees that's how she starts it and and so like (laughs) i love stephanie but what the fuck is your deal? Like your issue with the sea cow, like be nice to the (laughs) sea cow. They're just floating in the water. They're not hurting anything. They, they do need to be saved. They're a precious (laughs) creature in the sea cow. It's just bobbing along aimlessly, not hurting you. Like save it, Stephanie. God, It's weird that, I mean, granted, I I mean, I don't know about all of the save the manatee efforts, but it's weird that men, like in the middle of, of the Twin Cities, there's a Save the Manatees <laughs> fundraiser. They're about as, far, no about as far away you could get from any kind of manatee habitat. Um, <laughs> the, the highly questionable humanitarian efforts from Stephanie and her husband. Yeah, well, yeah, and, and they're only doing it for, <clears throat> based on her attitude, they're only doing it for the clout. They don't actually give a shit about these manatees. <laughs> I think she doesn't she mention under her breath at the end of this conversation that she wouldn't care if they all died. <laughs> yes, because they're just fat things. It'd be fine <laughs> if the sea just ate them up. <laughs> it's not not a big deal. Um, yeah. And I also love that like Stephanie is like trying to raz, um, kind of like rattle her cage a little bit, and calls Alex out. It's like, hey. What happened to the, the the badass from the slap shot challenge? I thought you're going to ride some of that momentum, but you're yeah. kind of just being the same meek little thing that I bully all the time. What's up? Yeah, with this? yeah. I thought. <laughs> Why it was are you really... letting me bully you? I thought I was going to get some back and forth. Yeah, I think Stephanie was pumped to have a little. Yeah, to have a little back and forth. A little. She, Stephanie wants yeah. a challenger. Exactly. She, she, she doesn't want someone to walk all over. She has her husband for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, she probably. Oh my gosh. Her and Clark. I. That's another thing. I would. I would love to see more of her and Clark. Just by, by themselves, not trying to you know out out dick another couple. You know. 
Yeah, but well, because that probably wasn't watching, the best of phrases, but well, <laughs> watching her, like watching her emasculate Clark over, like over and over again, would be really funny. Yes, <laughs> I, would, I would find a lot of humor. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to see like the 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 interaction between her, like when Clark like leaves the uh, the toilet seat up. Yeah, and, like, reaction dis- to that, like the disrespect <laughs> in front of the kids too. So Trevor's yeah. like, "Fuck you, Dad." <laughs> yeah. Get the get the lady your chop salad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she does. <laughs> but she. She she challenges she challenges Alex. She's like, you know, yeah. I thought you were gonna be this big badass bitch now, but you're just back to little pouting pouting little Alex. Yeah, and so and so she goes into some very like they do such a good job because this was poetic, passive aggressive takedowns, oh, and that's what I got, Midwesterners I, are known for. So I wrote this down. This because- is bread and butter. I oh Stephanie is the best at the passive aggressiveness. I it's, I love it. So she goes. Oh, so your Al- life is so colorful. Yes. So Alex, <laughs> Alex is talking about how the dad's back in town and there's all that kind of drama there. And what does she say? She's talking about how Evan was at the at the bar and super late. I had to stay up. All that kind of stuff. <laughs> that's when Stephanie goes. Oh, I'm so jealous. Your life's so colorful. <laughs> and here, here, I, I, I just had to fall in love with the steady, you know, solid, like titan of industry types. Like I just, and you just always love the wild cards. Yes. <laughs> she, yeah. She says, I always. She goes. The bad boys. The bad boys. Yeah. The the. She's. I think she does call them wild cards or the wild bad boys or something like that. The unpredictable yeah. ones. You always go after the. Always go after the wild cards. I love that she refers to her husband as a titan of industry. Yeah, she's like, I, I just like the, the, the NBA uh, <laughs> titan of industry type. <laughs> Shut up, Stephanie. <laughs> I, based on the few interactions we've gotten with Clark, I don't think he's a titan of industry. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> he's. He's a he's a simp. I think that's what the I think that's what the youths is that what the youths call them? I don't know. Is that did I use that right? I may not have used that. I honestly don't know, but I I've heard simp before, and yeah, I mean if see, I saw it on a meme. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what it means, but Clark's for sure a simp. Clark's a simp. I use context clues. That's what it means. Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> definitely not a titan of industry. He's not making any moves at whatever company he's at, whatever investment <laughs> he's doing. He's he's taking orders and doing the the grunt work. Yeah, he's the office bitch. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Just like he is Stephanie's bitch at home. Oh, I I found I made the note of what the, the throwaway line Stephanie had right before they cut away from the scene. She's like, "All right, time to go drink prosecco and save fat animals." <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Great line by Stephanie. Just when you want to hate her, she throws out a line like that, and you're like, okay, I'm back on board. Yep, Stephanie's all right. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go drink some Prosecco and save fat animals with you too, Stephanie. <laughs> I would love to go to some kind of high-class gala slash event with Stephanie. I feel like that would be a riot. Because you know she's she's pounding Prosecco. She's, getting, she's somehow going to get drunk off of champagne and then just fucking ride out the night. Call Clark if I mean I guarantee you Clark's not going there. I guarantee you, Clark's at home, and she's gonna call Clark at like twelve thirty, one o'clock, and be like, "Hey Clark, come get me, bro. Come get me." 
and he should. She deserves that. Yeah, she earned it. She's a she it. yeah. She's a fucking world class lawyer. You know, she's <laughs> killing it. So so after we get a quick spell of Stephanie throwing the best passive aggressive Midwest barbs I've heard in a long time, <laughs> um, we get Bombay making just the most boneheaded decision of a long time. Comes with some stupid ass unicorn. Yes. Well, because that's that's the advice that Rob gave him. He yeah. asked for advice for Rob on how to fix, you know, how to make her, and, how to make well, Alex happy again. And Rob's dumbass fucking idea is to give her a stuffed animal. So it's a bad idea. Like, number one, it's a bad idea to get advice from the ex. Number two, it's a bad idea to give a stuffed animal as an apology and say you're sorry. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Well, because because Alex says that Rob did it every time. He got a, got her a stuffed animal every time they got into an argument. That's so many stuffed animals. Like, no one wants that many stuffed animals no. as an adult. It's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you going to store those? You know? Like, and that many stuffed animals on your bed makes people uncomfortable. And I imagine the, the worse the argument, the bigger the stuffed animal. <laughs> yeah. So what am I going to do with a two-foot zebra? There's no fucking place for yeah. it. Or like a, a life-size panda bear. But but my my one of my another great part of the episode is where um, uh, she's complaining. Alex is complaining, saying, "I fall for all the same guys." Oh, to Winnie. And so then, I and then Winnie. Winnie. So we get so we get confirmation. Mustard Tim's out of the out of the picture. Yeah. She's she's two Very quickly. Two or three guys. She's two guys. No, three guys past Mustard Tim because she mentions yep. hot dog guy, pretzel guy, and then pretzel hot dog guy. Yeah, yeah. She goes through because they're all different. She's like, "Oh no, I date all yeah. different guys. I did <laughs> cocoa guy, the the mustard guy, the pretzel guy, the hot dog guy, the pretzel hot dog guy." But I think we have to revisit something we talked about last episode in the absolute disaster that is Bombay's Ice Palace inventory management. Um, <laughs> this is just—I cannot even begin to tell him how silly it is for him to have this is five guys and we're not even covering half of the condiments and snacks that he needs it's can someone get can someone get him a fucking cisco referral like just (laughs) like come on like what's going on here is he doing this for the sake of winnie is he supporting small town businesses like those are things that i can get behind but if he's just doing this because well, he has I don't, no idea what he's doing, I just I'm worried about it, man. Like get him so get him hooked up with Cisco. Get one fucking guy that comes every two weeks. I don't think I don't think he's doing this out of any kind of altruistic motivations. I don't think he's <laughs> trying to support small business. He's definitely try, not trying to help Winnie out. Uh, maybe Winnie maybe Winnie's doing it though. Winnie might be in charge of like that inventory. Maybe she's just like. You know, because that's where she gets her guys. Maybe she's just that—that's her tender is the, you know, the delivery guys of Southeast Minnesota, the snack food delivery driver. You know, like like they Southeast Minnesota, like they say you you most of the time you meet you know your you meet your your significant other at your at your job at your workplace. Okay. So Winnie's just you know she's taking that to the next level and she's trying to that's where she's she's getting her her pool of fish. So, like, listen, I know Bombay is in a bad place right now. We're seeing that. He's trying to dig his way out of it. But to allow her to run away and grossly well, so mismanage I, the snack bar this I wanna, badly, it's just 
you know, we got issues here. I just, I, I'm just going to say, I just I, have, have issues. I want to talk about Winnie. Winnie is one of my notes um, in this episode because I, so from what I've gathered from this episode, last episode, and then the episode with, all of these episodes, I think, except for episode two. I don't think she's in episode two, or she's yeah. very rarely in episode two. All of these episodes, she is constantly, for some reason, the go-to for advice. Yeah. Evan, I think Nick goes to her for advice multiple times. Alex goes to her for advice multiple times. She is somehow the rock of – she's like the, the guiding force of this show. Yeah. Is it, is it Norm from Cheers, right? Like she's Norm from Cheers? Yes, and so I, I imagine, and I hope to God one of these episodes touches, touches on the Winnie-Bombay relationship because I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you Winnie is doing so much emotional lifting for Bombay. The dude yeah. lives in this ice palace. He's been miserable. I don't did, – did, did they give a date on when he left St. Cloud State? Like how long has – I don't think they have yet, but how no, long he's been – been just wasting away at this ice palace bombay would i guarantee you bombay would be dead without winnie if winnie was not there holding his ass up the ice palace would be out of business and bombay would be on the streets and or dead yeah and because there's multiple times that she gives advice to everybody and then there's also there's a scene at the end of this episode where alex is going up to talk to rob at the end and then Rob takes a phone call. So she kind of backs away and then she overhears you kind of what's going on and like the, the true nature of, of, of what Rob did and his true motivations. Yeah. And so, and then as soon as she hears that she immediately, immediately turns and looks for Winnie to like look for her. And like Winnie gives her like the nod, like, you know, like the reassuring, like you got this nod. Winnie is, Winnie is holding all of these people's lives together. She, what if she's I, like I need I need more Winnie. I need more Winnie, and I I absolutely need more. I want to see Winnie and Bombay's relationship because I I need to know how that works. What's going on with that? How it's I would love to know how it started. I I need more she's information. Probably like the niece of Han or Jan. I mean, she's got the Scandinavian blonde hair. That's possible. That's possible. That's what. The- that's a, I, I bet she's a, a long lost niece of Hunter. But you're right. And like, honestly, that she, I would, she's a big player. Honestly, I would love it. I would love it if he, like niece, granddaughter, great granddaughter. I would love it if she was somehow in that family because that would make so much sense with what's going on because yeah. Han and Jan are the rocks of the original movies. And so that yeah. would make perfect sense for this. I hope that's and what they, it is. It's good. If I just dropped that bomb of a twist out there, I, like, hey, I'm going to pat now, myself on the back. But, but I, think, now, I think that's it. But now if it's anything less than that, I'm going to be fucking furious. <laughs> <laughs> I set the expectation way too high. Yes. <laughs> she, better, so, oh, she better be a part of that family. That would make so much sense with all the, the weird little – because, like, there's no – that little se- – like, I get the advice stuff um, kind of, like, coming from her. But the little scene at the end where – the first thing Alex does is she looks for Winnie. She that's the first thing she does. She's like turns around, tries to find Winnie yeah. because she's the rock. And so she, it would make it makes so much sense. It would make so much sense if she was part of Han and Jan's family that I'm certain she probably is not. And I'm going to be heartbroken when we find out that she's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so after after all that interaction, Alex bails on the wild game. She's like. You know what, Bombay? Yes. I'm not going to keep she's making terif- the same she's, mistakes. I'm, yep. 
She's terrified. Yeah. She's terrified that she's going to fall in love with the the same type of person. Terrified. Yeah, exactly. And then we cut over to um, to Maya. Comes a little bit of guilty conscience. Goes up to Lauren. Hey, I'm so sorry. I was I was not cool earlier. And then all of a sudden, we realize that Lauren is one of oh. those people. Oh, you yeah. know the the he- current scourge of society and the internet the individuals who will yell and scream that they are being mistreated and then turn around and do the exact same thing it's the age old it's the age old testament people are alike all over everybody everybody's the same everyone is the worst yep (laughs) that's a great great uh twilight zone episode though shout out people are alike all over great episode Really? Wow. Yeah. I'm not a big, a big Twilight Zone fan, but oh I will God, say... Oh my God, you gotta watch... Dude, Twilight, that's one of my favorite shows of all time. I love the Twilight Zone. A lot of life lessons. I, little little Brandon learned so many life lessons through through the Twilight Zone. Monster, <laughs> the people are like all over. The monsters are due on Maple Street. That's another classic. You know? Wow. They, but most, of the, most of the episodes are on Netflix, I believe. Go go take a peek, guys. Shout, okay, shout, twi- sh- shout out the Twilight Zone. All right. Hey, let's get it. Sponsor the pod. Hit, hit it, hit it on, hit it on Netflix. I did think it was really funny when uh, Lauren was like, "Listen, it's not that I'm embarrassed, but like you don't even know the difference between a long sword so and she, a rapier." So she says she said that, and my instant reaction was, "Does Heath know the difference between those two things? And if so, can you tell us?" Um, I I absolutely do not. <laughs> so I mean, the funny thing is that a long sword is is more so like when you think long sword think long claw from game of thrones john john snow's sword that he gets from commander mormont just like the the fucking massive yeah like the big thick two-handed sword and like your your rapier is like it's like the one i think with the hand protector like oh, okay. You, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Where it's got like the little hand protector thing over the the knuckles, like uh-huh. where like I think more of like and they're they're like medieval, right? like yeah, like okay. medieval type of like dueling. You know, like if you gotcha. were if you were like fencing for higher stakes. That's okay. Like what <laughs> <laughs> with a rape, and if I'm hold on, let me Google that real quick. Um, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it was like a military sidearm, and it's got like the little hand protector. Okay, gotcha. for, for dual. Yeah, so I was right, yeah, right here. That was my first my first instant thought was like, I bet you Heath knows Heath knows the difference. Yeah, and and what a what a great opportunity to be able to throw out a Game of Thrones reference yeah. in in there. Like, <laughs> wow, that was that was awesome. I just went all the way back through it. So it's also a great reminder to all the shows out there to not fuck up the last season because it yeah. just like I just rewatched all of Game of Thrones and like it, I couldn't even like really. It took me a week to start the last season because it gave me anxiety because <laughs> the just the disappointment was just so great. <laughs> I've I've thought about going back and rewatching it for sure. Granted, I was I was real late to the Game of Thrones bandwagon. I don't think I started watching till season six was over, and then I just like binge watched one through six. Like I think I did it in like a week. It's just boom right through, and then. Uh, but yeah, like I've thought about going back and rewatching it. But each time I think, each time I go to like hit the but hit the play button on like season one episode one, I'm like. 
am I really, I don't, do I really want to start this knowing how, how terrible it ends? I don't think so. And I do, I do the same thing with um, some of the other, like the office and parks and rec, I feel are the same way. Great to parks and rec less wise. Although I stand by the fact that I, I despise the last season of parks and rec. It's garbage. Get it out of my face. I don't want it. And so when I go, oh, that is a bold statement, but I agree. Like the office is tough after it. I, I, yes. some people might hate on me for this, but like how I met your mother, um, yeah, I okay. thought that, that, that final season, I was like, Oh, well I could have just like, if you just end it the season before it ends on a cliffhanger, but at least you're not ending with disappointment. Yeah, that's fair. I, I was never, never a how I met your mother fan. Can't see oh. it. Ted, Ted Mosby has to be the worst fictional character that's ever, ever been written. Well, and you, when you go back and rewatch it, um, a lot of the shenanigans that Barney got into would not fly on today. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> well, that's how. Like, I mean, even like, it's, well, everything it's, from the '90s, right? Like every was, every program from the '90s. I say you go back. Celebrity and, Death Match. Do you remember Celebrity oh. Death Match? That was a classic. That's they fantastic. need to bring that back. Anyway, so sorry. I, I, I was going to say, even, even Friends doesn't hold up that well. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of homophobia and, and nonsense going on in Friends. I, and that was not, this is going to be a very controversial uh, moment in our podcast because I'm not a big fan of Friends. Like, I, I miss. That's un, understandable. I, I, I missed the time frame to get into it. Like, I didn't get into it when I was that like when I was younger and it was on and everything. And so by the time I started watching, I was like, yeah, I don't know. It's okay. The, I, I love friends, but because I have that nostalgia, like emotional attachment, the same, like the same reason with mighty ducks, like mighty ducks is a flawed, it's a flawed series. It's a flawed (laughs) movie. It's, it's not, it's, it's not great, but I have that, um, that nostalgia and that emotional attachment. Same with friends, like friends, me and my sister got super into it when I was in like late middle school, early high school. And she was in middle school. That was like all we watched as like a brother, sister was just friends on repeat. We had all the DVDs and stuff. And so I love it from that, but I guarantee, but it's, it's one of those things where like, I know, I know for a fact, if I hadn't done that and I came back, you know, and watched it either now or even a couple of years ago, I'd have been like, what the fuck is this? You know, (laughs) couldn't even get into it. Um, so anyways, Maya and Lauren, they're fighting. This is how girls fight. It's very passive aggressive, very back and forth, not usually direct and confrontational. They're they're very they I will say it's it's more direct and confrontational than I was expecting. That's true. Because that's true. Girls they, they, are intense. They are these these Lauren and Maya do a good job of at least like letting the other person know and acknowledging like hey like I'm upset. Whereas like, it's, it's not, it's not a hundred percent passive aggressive. They're like, Hey, that's true. I'm upset. Like, well, I, I did feel bad, but not anymore. What the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, true. You know, you can't, you can't chastise somebody for, for being a fake friend. And then you go and do the same, the same exact thing, you know, exactly. hypocrite. But, yeah. So anyways, we get, we get that in there. That's, that's culminating. Like that's, that's, we got some serious friction between them. Yes, and they, then we cut, we cut over to, um, oh, sorry, go ahead. What's that? I, I was going to say, yes, some serious friction. They did not resolve anything during their little, no, no their little thing. Yeah. They added a little fuel to the flames. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, and then we cut to Bombay hanging out with Evan's dad. Like now they're buddies. This is 
second night in a row, it seems like, that Evan it's, and, it's and the next, sound bombing. It's the next day. I'm assuming it's around, like, lunchtime, though, or, you know, like, it's, it's like, dinner. like 4 or 5 p.m., something like that. Early dinner. Um, well, I guess they're not hanging out. This is a setup, right? Because Well, he um, Bom- Bombay goes back because he, since Alex canceled the hockey date, he realizes the stuffed animal didn't work. So he goes back to Rob and is like, bro, the stuffed animal didn't work. What are you doing? Like, what? That's the worst advice I ever got. Well, then he asks him if he wants to go to the wild game. Like, hey, do you want to go to the wild game? He's like, oh. Yeah, he asked Rob. I forgot he asked Rob. To go. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, no. I, and, then he, and then Rob gets all stoked because he's got a gig in Madison. Yes, Madison. It's a college town, dude. This, yeah. could, be, this could be huge. That's how you get into Milwaukee. Yeah, straight shot to Milwaukee, and then and then he he starts talking about the future, but he stops himself because he doesn't want to get too excited. Yeah. He doesn't want to get ahead of yeah. himself. And Bombay gets it. He's still chasing the dream. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like how he said, yes. like Bombay is still. Well, chasing also, the dream. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So he 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 has to uh, the the don't bother's game is that night. It's like in an hour or so. But he has to get and to get the game. But he has to go to the gig. At, he has to go to the gig yeah. at Madison. He has to be there by nine tonight, and so he's like, "Okay, I gotta leave." And Bombay is like, "Well, are you gonna tell Evan?" And he's and then uh, Rob is like, "No, I'm not gonna tell him. I don't want to mess him up right before yeah. the game." And then Bombay is like, "Okay, whatever. I'll drive you to the yeah. airport. I'll take you. you we'll get you yeah. to Madison." D-gen, and then that's when he says, "Yeah." And so that's when Rob is like, "Dude, I love you. You get it. Chasing yeah. the dream. You know." 50 year old i'm gonna be a rock star it's, let's do this all i need all all i need is madison you know and it's, it's okay to miss all the stuff as long as when i show up it's it's big he'll he'll be able to remember coming to my show for the rest of his life like what that was the shittiest yes. comment ever like <laughs> you, you suck he's not gonna remember yeah. that you're bad like you suck yeah. as a dad and you're not that good <laughs> you're, you're, yeah your band we, we established what the band is already yes and then we get we get some good emotional Bombay. He starts talking about his yeah. dad, and it, it ta- you know he's talking about how you and Evan still has you. You're still in yeah. his life. I'm super jealous because my dad died when I was ten, and then I missed the you know the famous penalty shot yeah. for the Hawks. But and then Bombay says, "But I remember all of those games that my dad came to, and they were the best days of my life." Yeah. And so he's like trying to, you know, will Rob into to not going to Madison, but Rob's not having any yeah. of it. He's like, you got to turn here for the airport. But Bombay misses the turn and he's driving uh, Rob back to the Don't Bothers game because, as we know, as we found out earlier, his car sucks and you can't get out of the passenger side. Yeah. <laughs> so Great. Rob is stuck in there. Great I would love stuff. to know how Rob got in there in the first place. Did he scoot along the, the whole front seat like Evan have. did? He had to. He had to have <laughs> I wish, along the seat. And, and while I wish they would have showed that. I wish they would have showed that. <laughs> that. That actually would be amazing is like, to take the extra – Half a second to show an adult man sliding scoot, across yeah. the seat, um, and then he goes to touch the hockey stick, and Bombay's like, "Don't touch it! Don't touch it!" <laughs> hold the glove box up. Um, but while this is going on, it's like interchanging with them at the game too, right? And so, like, yes, they're, and Ev- they're at the game, and Evan Evan has to be the most emotional hockey player I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. He looks up into the stands, e- even after last night, the, the night before, when he's telling I think his he mom. Turned, he, 
I think he turns a corner with his speech to his mom the yeah. day before. And then, he's like, I get it. It's fine. I'm a, you know, I see what's going on. You don't have to baby me anymore. Yeah. Then cut to the game. And clearly, Evan, we still have to baby you because you're yeah. so goddamn emotional. Yeah. He looks up in the stands, sees his dad's not there at the All start of, of the game and starts throwing a fit. And immediately, I think before, was it before the puck was dropped or right yeah. as the puck was dropped? Right he before cross checks a hawk player and gets a penalty right away. Like the, the piece of shit move should yeah. have been thrown out of the game. Yeah, that's a that's a Tom Wilson move for sure. Yeah. Any like any just, hockey any hockey fans out there will get that reference. That's a Tom just, Wilson move. Just an absolute trash move. And and um, our good friends are calling the podcast. Our, our boy uh, our boy Terry is still on the mic. Although he do, he doesn't have any lines this episode, no, which is very no upsetting. Lines. Yeah, they keep cutting his lines, and that's that's a bad the, move. The, on the, the part that I I was driving me crazy is they would cut to him and Mary Mary Joe. I think it's Mary Joe, right? That's the yeah. girl's name, Mary Joe. They'd show they would show them. Mary Joe would say something, and then it would look like Terry's getting ready to say something, and then they'd cut away, and I'd be like, "Oh, mm-hmm. come on!" <laughs> so you know there were lines in there. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was yeah, they recorded something. They just didn't. They didn't make the final cut. But yeah. they, it was like you could see him like his eyebrows started to raise. He was like getting ready to say something and cut away. I was like, oh, why, why do you got to tease me like that? And and this is where we hear that the don't bothers are 0-5. So there were more games taking place than we've seen. Yes, well, uh, and we, we get a, a little bit of that at the end of the last episode because <laughs> she mentions the uh, – we we've lost all our games and we got lost on the way from the locker room to the ring, <laughs> which which wasn't in one of the episodes. So it's clearly a game we hadn't seen. Uh, that would but have been the I'm, game I'm, to watch. <laughs> I'm interested. Do you think how many games do you think Sophie's been a part of this? Because she just officially joined at the end of last episode. Probably only like one. Okay, so the, this, I, this this, is, this it, could it, potentially be her first game as a don't I hope not. They don't they don't use her at all. She's not in the game. That I you see her. We can dig ice. into that right now because we've got zero and five versus one and four. Yes, we so have give, Mary give some Joe calling out, um, mm-hmm. calling out that get ready for some not great hockey. Ba- battle for the basement, I believe is what the you battle call. for the basement. Get ready for the not great hockey. Um, so, and we have to call out Coach Alex because that was such an amateur move by Evan to just be such a baby, knock the guy down. Should have been ejected from the game forever, Coach. Should have, I don't care if it's your kid. You sit their ass down. They don't play for the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's it. Like that was such an amateur bush league move. Can't that just? I don't like it. I don't like it. Like just I did, when I thought I, Evan had turned a corner, yeah. now I'm I'm off. Evan, yeah. you're done. Least favorite character. Yeah. So it's just so emotional, and and you see it even all even later on. So so after he gets the penalty, the game keeps going, and then it shows a couple. Uh, Hawks goals with Coob letting in, you know, every fucking shot left and right, just being garbage Coob again. And we're we're down four nothing. Don't four bothers. Nothing. And I'm screaming to the TV, "Where is Sophie?" Yeah, they don't show Sophie at all. And then, so four nothing, third period, five minutes left, or just under five minutes, I believe it was like four fifty something. Yep. And that's when Bombay and Rob Evans' dad show up. They get in the stands. And again, Evan being the emotional weirdo that he is, he sees his dad in the stands and then instantly becomes the greatest hockey player in the world. And he grows grows five inches. Yep, goes in the beast mode. He starts starts checking everybody left and right, which should have been penalties again. Yeah. 
so many interference calls. He there, two of the kids are like pressing him up against the board, and he elbows him in the face. That's a penalty. He he goes from being the smallest player on the ice always to being large enough to shake off two players larger than him. Yes. Um, so it's just and then and, and, and you can't even feel good for him because he was such a baby. Yeah. During, like you can't exactly. count the first two periods. Coming five minutes left. Yeah. If you're all of a playing like a rock star, like if you're capable you're behind you. If you're capable of doing this, do it all the fucking time. Where was this for the first five games? Yeah. Or the first two periods, you know? Like, what? why was this not happening? Like, like, where was this? Like, you're so rattled that you just, like, you're so mad that you're just going to get ejected for, like, you just, oh, cool, I'm going to sit in the penalty box for 10 minutes and pound. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I hated every second yeah. of it. Couldn't, and so all of a sudden, we see Evan go on a tear and score four straight goals he in scores, four minutes. Yes, he scores a goal a minute. Yeah. Goal a minute. And they're all what? world. All of a what? sudden, Evan, Morrow, all world. I just, yes. I hate so, it. So one I of them, every second. The, the first one, right after he sees his dad, he wins a face off and then runs over like two or two people and yeah. then slap shot score. Second yeah. one, I think, was like a wraparound, or maybe that was the third one. I feel because he, he did the one where he elbowed the two people, turned and slapped it and scored too. Right. So that, I think that was the second one. The third one, the hat trick goal, that was the wraparound where he yeah. got by the net. And then the fourth one was a tip. So he's, he's battling in front of the net. I f- didn't see who shot it. Maybe it was Sophie. Hopefully it was Sophie. If we're not giving Sophie the puck, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Um, but so she hits it. Or so somebody sh- does a slap shot from the blue line. Evan is sitting in front of the net. He tips it in. So that's his fourth goal in four minutes. And yeah. then, then Alex, I believe, calls a timeout or there's some sort of stoppage of play. There's, I believe, 30 seconds left, something like yeah. that. Yeah. And we get uh, – Evan wants to do the double helix. He's like, let's do the double helix. We practice yeah. this. And that's where, you know, Luna – not Luna. Maya and Lauren – uh, their little friction because they're they're two they're integral parts of the double helix. They're the two defensemen on this play. They yeah. do a lot of the the, the puck handling, and yeah. they don't they don't want to do the play because they don't want to work together. They're like, no, let's, yeah. I don't want to do that. And that's when we yeah. get should be team captain Nick gives a yeah. rousing speech. Yeah, well, because he's never been in a clinic. He's always wanted to be in one. <laughs> he's he's tried a few times. He's he's gotten some nibbles. He's gotten a lot of nibbles. No bites. But no, that reminds me of uh, reminded me so much of spo- spoiler alerts for, for some MC. I forget the spoiler. We've spoiled so much stuff already. So Thor Ragnarok when he's uh, <laughs> when he gets stuck with uh, is it Krog or Korg? Is it Korg? I always get it's the the rock guy. Yeah, and he's like uh, he's like oh how Thor's like how did you end up here? He's like well I start, tried to start a revolution, but. Uh, <laughs> What's he say? What's he say? He says, I tried to start a revolution, but I didn't make enough pamphlets. I, pamphlets <laughs> is what he says. Which is also a great rock, paper, scissors joke. You yeah. Know, paper beats rock. <laughs> but that reminded me of that so much. Where he's like, I, I tried to start a click, but it didn't work. No, a lot of nibbles, no bites. A lot of nibbles, no bites. And, and my boy Evan's dad is here. So we need this win. Yeah. He's like, he's like, knock it <laughs> off. My best friend needs your help. Fucking sack it up and let's go. And so that kind of knocks him into shape. And, and it's nice to that, like, Lauren and Maya are key pieces to the team. You know, like, two of the better stick handlers, like, they're, they're key cogs in the team. And so we're seeing that right here. 
Yes, yes. We're getting somebody do other people doing stuff besides Evan and well, so, Sophie's only done stuff for the Ducks, but yeah, somebody besides Evan doing some stuff. So, Sophie, Sophie can score. 10 goals against the don't bothers, but for the don't bothers, she is not featured. <laughs> Which is, I, I mean, such, I feel like that is such a glaring air in this episode, especially coming off of the, the, for lack of so much importance. Into say, it. For, for lack of a better term, coming off the high of last episode where we finally yeah. get Sophie on the team to not even show her in this hockey a, a, she's not even in the episode. She has no lines. She's on camera three or four times, twice, yeah. maybe something like that. And Just to not lunch scenes, yeah, not to feature her at all in the hockey thing. I don't know. Like it was just such a one eighty from what we've been yeah. building up to. Yeah, but so, anyways, we get Evan scoring the game winning goal. Yeah, okay, five goals in five minutes. Get out of here, Evan Morrow. You're not that good. Um, yeah. <laughs> like let us just sprinkle some haterade on this because you don't get to check someone, throw a cheap shot. Like this is a cheap shot before the game oh, yeah. and then come in and play. And like, and I think the thing that bothers me the most about it is that they played five games. Mm-hmm. Where in the world was this the first five games? Yeah. Sandbagging on your teammates. That's not what a captain does. Nick the stick needs that C on his chest. Yeah. He's far and away the true captain of that team. He's the heart and soul. You he, you know, Evan Evan is I mean, hopefully he gets a little turnaround because it's very it's very similar. Although Charlie didn't have the C at that point. I was gonna say it's very similar to early Charlie, mm. where you know he's not, you know he's upset because he's being asked to take falls and he's like not playing well. And he's, you know, what are the spaz way they call him? You yeah. Know, it's very similar to that. So you think there was some, tra- there's some trajectory here where Evans just, he's getting better because he's playing loose. And then his dad being there lit the fire. He didn't know he had. I guess. Lame. I say, I just don't, <laughs> I guess that's what, I just guess that's what they're doing. I just don't care for it. Yeah. Um, but so anyways, then we, then the game's over, they're celebrating. Then we see Alex coming out to s- say what's up to dad and like, thank him for coming. And she yeah, overhears she was, him. She thought, she, she thought Rob came on his own. Yeah. Well, not on his own. He came with Bombay, but she thought that it was his choice. He came because he wanted to yeah. see Evan play. So she was getting ready to go eat crow and be like, yeah. Hey, thank you so much for showing up. It really this meant a awesome. lot to Evan. And that's when, He's on the phone. She overhears the conversation, and Rob says, "I guess he's talking to his manager." Yeah, and he's he, like, "I got kidnapped." Yeah, he's like, "I got kidnapped. Some weird guy wouldn't let me leave. I, I'm sorry, I couldn't make it to the show." And that's that's when she, Alex, like looks around for Winnie, and she's like looking for that that yeah. reassurance, like, "Okay." And Winnie, was, Winnie, Winnie makes eye contact. She gives her the nod, like, "I, yeah. I see you." And so, and then that's when she realizes the, it was Bombay. Bombay did it. And then she goes yeah. and finds Bombay. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I want to go to the wild game now. And yeah, then Evan, Evan plays, or not Evan, but Bombay. Uh, Bombay plays a nice little, he plays a nice card. And he's like, oh, well, he hey, plays, I was going to ask Evan. And that was, was pre planned. That was a slick fucking yeah. move. Slick he, he move. Nailed it. 
Yep. Just when just when we thought Bombay was slipping, he just got he got starry eyed with uh, with her ex. He got wrapped up in it just like she did, mm-hmm. and now we got our Bombay back. He knows the moves yes. for these single moms. Yep. The way to He's their heart is, it's through the kid. You got to get to yep. the kid. You you get you get that kid to sign off. You're gold. Yep. You're in. Yeah. In like Flint. Exactly. So, and so, and they get a quick little flirt, you know, Bombay calls her coach and she's like, oh, me coach. Oh. Yeah. Which like, <laughs> you're not that good. Like we're seeing the proof is in the pudding. You just let your kid throw a cheap shot and then didn't do anything about it. Yeah. And you're not using your best player. You're not using like, Sophie. The, the misuse of Sophie is an injustice that will not stand on this podcast. Like we just no. spent. This a is whole episode. This we is spent worse. A whole episode trying to get her on the team. Where in the hell is she? Not not featuring Sophie as the key member of your team is worse than starting Goldberg over Julie the Cat. Way worse. I I I agree with that one hundred percent. Just when I thought that the Ducks could do no dirtier than what they did to Julie the Cat, especially um, in that second movie when Goldberg was failing, it's, yeah. it is surpassed by what like. You go to Sophie spitting all this money ball nonsense, and then she's out here not scoring a single goal yeah. in this game, not even getting a touch. Like, I'm not even seeing any touches on the puck. So I was going to say, a I, I can't. Shooter that can I, run circles, and now these, these are dead weight teammates. This is what Sophie's mom was talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're not going to score more goals, and you're not going to – you know, look better because the person passing you the puck is 30 times worse than the, the player on the ducks. Yeah. You know, you're, you're only as good as your teammates, right? Heath? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Team together. Everyone achieves more. Read it. It's on a thousand middle school basketball shirts. <laughs> what was, uh, what was Kobe Bryant's favorite or famous saying? He was like, there's no, uh, there's no I in team, but there is an M E. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's obvious, you know, Kobe and I were great friends. We had uh, dinner together in Orange County. Yeah. um, We like actually together or were you just in the same restaurant? We were eating dinner at tables near each other. Okay. That's that's what, that's what I think. (laughs) And so you could say it was a very intimate gathering. So, so now um, to, to end it, We've got um, we got to end it at the heartwarming scene. We've got the don't bothers hanging out at the lunch table. We finally get some Sophie. This is where we finally get some Sophie in our lives. Yeah, well, she's fi- actually on camera. We see the don't bothers, and Sam gathers our attention and says, "Oh my word, look over here!" And we can see our girl Lauren in some hip clothes. I think she calls them um, Brandy Melville clothes. Yeah, I'm. I'm assuming that's a. Like a a young uh, young teenager clothing brand. Yeah, I, that's what I assume that the Brandy Melville is is a cool type of clothes. That's uh, yeah. that was my assumption. I think it would have been cooler if she would have came out in like some Gucci stuff, you know, or a little, <laughs> uh, uh, a little ju- juicy couture. You know, <laughs> she's on that juicy that Gucci gang. <laughs> exactly, you got the Gucci belt. Oh, that would have been fantastic. <laughs> And and then we have uh, Maya coming out in Whisper Silk, which I actually didn't know what Whisper Silk was, and so I thought that was I thought that was great. But it is a a very excellent 
Um, you know, definitely looks once again, like kind of elven, you know, kind of middle earth type okay. of gear. Okay. Do you think she got that from the city? Obviously she had to, she had to do her New York truck driver. Accent. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and so they, we have a great moment where um, Maya's like, and I'm not even embarrassed. And Lauren's like, well, I'm, I'm a little bit embarrassed, but it's okay. I'll get over it. And then they, they skip along. Yep. Best friends. And Marilee, best best friends. friends. And we think, Oh, everything's looking good, looking great, and yeah, Evan's this, walking this, away. This is when we turn it around. This is this is the, the turnaround point right here. The Empire the limit. is striking back right here. Yep. Darth Vader is get, breathing heavily. We get our boy Trevor. Big Trev. Big Trev. Who's uh who's so Evan's leaving the lunch table. He's walking yeah. and Trevor comes up beside him and he goes, Coach T was at your game. Which, great job, Coach G. Scout, scouting the scouting the the enemy. You know, you gotta yeah, exactly. You gotta, you gotta respect the hustle. You know who? Else, you know who's not watching other teams' games? Coach A. Yeah. Yep. Not putting in the work. You know what she's doing? Probably some random disposition. Probably displacing more tenants on behalf yep. of her her corporate conglomerate. Not doing the people's work. That's for sure. No, she's she's hurting the little guys is what she's doing. So, and we hear it. We hear it loud and clear. Coach T wants to talk to Evan. It's about the Ducks. Yes. <laughs> Boom. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A quick message from our friends at Broken Forest Collective. Built on a passion for small batch and handcrafted products, Broken Forest provides high-quality casual wear and lifestyle goods that are American-made and built to outlast the fast fashion trends. They also plant a tree in Boulder, Colorado for every product sold. Visit BrokenForestCo.com and use the code CAKEEATERS15 for 15% off your order. I mean, Evan's got some real ethical choices to make here after, you know, yeah, he had it. Like, how do you handle having this, this one good moment in hockey? You know, it's going to say a lot about his character moving forward. Absolutely. I love, I love this from coach T. I love it. I love it. A, I love the fact that you're putting in work, you're scouting the other teams, you're going to other games, you're doing, you know, you're doing, you're going, you're, you're putting in work. And then I also love the fact that, Oh, you're gonna take Sophie, my star player. I'm gonna flip it around. I'm gonna take Evan back. Let's let's yeah. let's throw some let's throw some fucking gasoline on this fire. Let's get things going. I am going to steal this mother's son right <laughs> out from under her. What one thing that I want to talk about oh, before yeah. we move on to next week is there were like zero Easter eggs that I could figure out in this episode, except for an Easter egg that I think was directly meant for me because so they, they filmed the the show in Vancouver, right? Vancouver, BC. 
Um, just one of the the suburbs just outside of Vancouver is a a city called Burnaby, Burnaby, British Columbia, who which is home to the most famous Colorado Avalanche player of all time, Joe Sakic, often fondly referred to as Burnaby Joe because he's the greatest thing that's ever come out of Burnaby. And when when Rob and Bombay are driving, when Bombay is driving him to the game. They stop at a stoplight, and the street they stop at is Joe Sackick Way. So that that Easter egg was specifically built in for you, the Colorado Avalanche fan. Yes, and or anybody from Burnaby, because I imagine they would have lost their mind at that too, because they they love Joe Sackick there. He's their he's their homegrown treasure, and you can't blame them because no. that's you don't get a homegrown treasure like that very often, and so. Yes, like the, the cliffhanger that we left off on is Coach T talking uh, Evan joining the Ducks, trying to snipe. Yeah. Which, like I said, I love this move by Coach T. Yeah. It, Psychological worst, warfare. Worst case scenario, you plant the seed of doubt in everybody. You know, you, yeah. you, you add gasoline to the fire. Yeah. Because there's, I mean, Evan's not gonna. I doubt Evan's gonna. There's, there's no way Evan makes the switch. I mean, you're, you're just causing inner turmoil. That's yes. what he's, that's what he's doing. Exactly. Let, let, let them, let them fall apart from within. Exactly. The classic, uh, uh, Zemo technique. You know. Yeah. It's this is this is to go back to of, Game of Thrones. This a lot is of Tyrion MCU. Lannister. Tyrion yeah. Lannister waiting it out while the North. Fights amongst themselves right before the red wedding. When exactly, a lot of a lot of MCU and uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones references. Well, yeah. So he said, and then let's see what else. What else does the the thing say here? We got with the oh, oh yeah yeah spirit of the ducks. So he's gonna j- looking at possibly joining the ducks, and then we get the next episode's the reunion episode, spirit of the ducks. So we get the original ducks are back in town. Evan and yes. Bombay. And then, and it says Evan and Bombay each consider where their loyalties lie. So, so it sounds like Evan's going to at least give it a thought to go back to the Ducks. Yeah, and Bombay is—is is he still a Duck or is he just a don't bother for life? Yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with the Ducks. I can't wait! I can't wait. So, so the leaked the leaked photos showed um, you had Kenny Wu, Averman. Banks, Connie and Gee, Fulton, and I think that was it. I think that was all the the leaked photos showed. I Gee- love that Kenny Wu randomly like what? I, what I, like I mean, I I'd love some Cowboy Dwayne in there too. He has my favorite line of D two when <laughs> when the roosters are crowing and the cows are turning circles <laughs> in the pasture. Ducks fly together. <laughs> yep. Dwayne, Dwayne would have been solid. Um, no Charlie, Portman, no Charlie, yeah. no Charlie. He's I. He was not in any. Of the, so the leaked photos showed those. Was did I name six or five? I think I named six. Right, there were six of them. Yeah, or five. I don't know, but I'm assuming the leaked photos is all we're getting. I feel like if they would have leaked some other, they would have leaked more people if they were involved. So I think we're only getting those people. We're not getting Charlie. And I believe from what I can gather, it's because Charlie had 
uh, scheduling conflicts. He was he was filming something else while they were filming this, so he couldn't come back. Which is sad. Yes. That's a bummer. That's, a, I, that's a bummer. No Julie the Cat. That's a, a sad day. No Julie the Cat. No, no Portman. No Portman. No Jesse. Jesse would have been nice. Yep, yep. Jesse was a was a main mainstay. Yep. In, in that too. No Keenan. Keenan. I'm surprised Keenan didn't come back. Because I know they, the the it's act, knuckle puck time. The actual Anaheim Ducks, the NHL team, have have done reunion nights in the past. I think they've done like one or two like Ducks reunions. And I know okay. Gee's always always at that. Okay. Keenan has been at a few. I know. Um, what's the what's the kid from what's the character the kid from Pete Pete and Pete that guy oh yeah yeah, yeah. he plays the, the, the little brother in the, the little first, brother the, he he's been at one of the Anaheim Ducks ones Connie usually goes back um but I'm surprised Keenan wasn't involved maybe he was maybe he couldn't get away from SNL he's got um, a new show on NBC too oh does he okay that's yeah. that might have been why too but. Yes, but from what I can tell, the Charlie—I don't know—I I don't know about anybody else. But from what I've read, the Charlie not being there is purely schedule conflict. It's not that yeah. he didn't want to be there. So I would assume next season you got to get I a, think, you have to get a Charlie's got to come back for next season, even if it's at, like such. At, at this point, even if you just get him to like you know Zoom call in, you got to bring Charlie. Yeah. You know. Somehow, some way, we or you, do you do the the Fast away. and Furious like Paul Walker thing, where you like yeah. fu- you you CGI his face on somebody else's body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and show him driving off into the night. Yeah, um, but w- with no Charlie, I I got to imagine they'll bring him up at least, even if it's just for like a quick passing yeah. thing, you know. Yeah, because he's he was such a huge part, and like yeah. the fact he's that the, it was the face of it, yeah, con- yeah, the fact that it was a scheduling conflict is is kind of a bummer. You know? Yeah, um, but I think it still is going to bring back all of the nostalgia, uh, that, like all the nostalgia that you want from this kind of a show. It should hopefully bring it all back. Yes, this is the one I'm most excited for. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. I'm excited to see how they weave it in with the don't bothers. Yeah, because it's not going to, you know, you can't just bring them back right away, and you you, you can't. Because they're ducks, you can't like bring them into the. And I'm assuming with how Bombay hates hockey and uh, hated hockey again, I doubt he's kept in contact with these people. You know, if he's yeah. hate, if he hates hockey that much, I guarantee you, as soon as he threw his hissy fit and quit St. Cloud State, he stopped talking to all these people. He stopped. Yeah, he 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 got super depressed. He cut everyone out of his life. You know, except, kinda, for, except he, for Winnie. Except for when he, he became a hermit, but that's how he always was. Whenever he, you know, got sad and he cut everyone off, uh, Han or Jan were always there to kind of talk him yep. back off the ledge, right? And so that meant that's we talked about that earlier. That's Winnie's spot now. Yes. Um, so I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I can't I can't wait for this one. The nostalgia is going to be there. I can't wait to see how Coach T and Stephanie interact with the old ducks. Yes. Um, if they if they interact at all, let's hope. Let's I, like I we need some Coach T and Bombay interaction. When is that going to happen? We need we need some of that. Yeah, they haven't talked at all, have they? They haven't. Yeah. No. Oh yeah, we need that. If we can get some Coach T and Bombay interaction for the next episode, 
that's that's excellent because that would be some great banter. Yes. And then then you can get some uh, some what is it the the snipe wheel sellies. It's you you can't you can't snipe before you wheel Heath. It's oh. wheel wheel snipe selly. Wheel snipe selly. <laughs> Awesome. Well, I think that's a, a nice wrap for, <laughs> for for the preview of the next episode. Episode five, we, we pushed through it. We got through the, the love triangle. We made it on the other end. Now, we some great Now we get the payoff. We did, we, we, did the, the, we did the time. Now we get our reward. Spirit yeah. of the Ducks coming up next week. This is it. This is the yes. one. This yes. is the episode to end all episodes. Yes, it's going to be fantastic. Can't wait. Can't wait. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please remember to follow and like us on Instagram at the Cake Eaters Pod, on Twitter at the Cake Eaters. Also, reach out to us via email, thecakeeaterspod at gmail.com, or visit our website, thecakeeaterspod.com.